0: Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I'll be joined by Natasha Takahashi, and we're going to explore Instagram direct messaging automation. This is brand new, and it's gonna open up a whole world of opportunities for you and your business. By the way, if you wanna reach me, I am at Stelsner on Instagram. And if you're new to this podcast, be sure to follow this show so you don't miss any future content. By the way, do you feel like you're losing money because you haven't refined your sales and marketing process? Wish there was an easier way to leverage automation to maximize your revenue? Imagine every lead getting followed up with automatically. What would that make possible? This is the power of Keep, the leading sales and marketing automation platform for entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches. In mere minutes, Keep enables personalized follow-ups that will move people closer to becoming a customer. Plus, you can easily trigger automated follow-ups on the go. Keep does the busy work for you so you can focus on growth and live your life while sales just keep coming in. Sounds intriguing, right? Stop losing opportunities and upgrade to KEEP, the solution that saves you time while making you money. Over 200,000 entrepreneurs have trusted KEEP to conquer business chaos. Go to com slash SME and click on the See Demo button for access to a really helpful video demonstration of KEEP. You support this show by checking out our sponsors. And now for this week's interview with Natasha Takahashi. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Natasha Takahashi. If you don't know who she is, you need to know Natasha. She's a chat bot expert and trainer. She's the founder of the School of Bots a company designed to help marketers create revenue-producing messaging automation. Natasha, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having, Mike. I'm honored again to to be back and be talking about something brand new that I personally and my team have been waiting for for a long time, the succession to the topic we talked about last time, messenger bots. So I'm excited to dive in. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I am very excited as well. Today, Natasha and I are going to explore Instagram, direct messaging automation. Now... I think the first question um, a lot of people have is first, maybe at a high level, why automation when it comes to Instagram and when it comes to Instagram DMs, what problem is this solving? You know, what is the reason why people might want to pay attention to this?
1: Before we dive into that, because there are a lot of problems that I think businesses experience with DMs, especially on Instagram, there's always DM overwhelm, like just businesses are getting inundated all the time with uh, sometimes not so significant messages like just a quick story reply, but also then really important messages and it's easy to miss. But I want to clarify two quick things before I talk about those problems to kind of set the stage for people when they're thinking about how to approach this or how to look at this problem. Because the first is it's important to acknowledge that Instagram DM is its own marketing channel at this point. Now that automation is available for it, while you can access it from the Instagram app, it's a completely different environment, which means that consumer behavior and the business results that you can generate in a DM are significantly different than what you can do on the social network's feed, for example.
0: Just to be clear, say that again because I'm not sure I'm tracking 100% with what you're trying to say there.
1: Yes, so what I'm clear Find there is that Instagram DM, meaning the messaging part of Instagram is considered its own marketing channel at this point, which means that when you're looking at the platform of Instagram, there's technically two environments that you as a business are interacting with consumers in. There's the feed. So that's your posts. That's your stories. That's all the other things like IGTV reels, etc. Mm-hmm. And then there's the DM, which is a completely different environment. Does Got that it. make more yeah, sense? Totally. Totally. Okay. Awesome. So that's the first thing I want to clarify because I think think that once you make that separation in your own mind and understand that, then it's easier for you to understand the different use cases and things you would want to do inside of a conversation, maybe further than anything you've tested so far uh, as a business, of course, without automation. That's the first thing. Now, the second thing is that the use of messaging apps in the average person's life indicates now this fundamental shift in consumer behavior that's happening. So we talked about it a little bit last time on the podcast where we talked about messenger bots. So this conversation, you know, it's a bigger picture than just Instagram DM, but understanding that Instagram DM is one of many messaging channels where automation is now available for several use cases. So I think it's a great place to start for most businesses because it's where they're being inundated with DMs, which is the problem that I now want to lead into, uh, but at the same time, understanding that this won't be where it stops, that there are going to continue to be more and more messaging channels that businesses need to be present on, that consumers want to be talking to them on. Does that all make sense so far before we dive into the problem?
0: It does. I think it's part of a bigger trend, which is one-to-one communication through social, right? Because exactly, so much of social has been a one-to-many conversation, right? Like the things we post are for the world to see. Right. But this is actually a private one-to-one interaction that can enable all sorts of things, make all sorts of things possible, which is hard for a lot of marketers to wrap their brain around because traditionally that's the world of sales or that's the world of customer service. Right. Yes. But it does open up a lot of interesting opportunities.
1: No, that's completely agreed. And I think that that's one of the very unique things about messaging automation, not to dive down a a deeper hole here, but just to bring that up, I like the way you phrase that because as a marketer building messaging automation, you do have to now put yourself in the shoes of the support team, of a sales team, and also as a marketer still thinking about the psychology and in a different way, because now it's a back and forth conversation where you're getting real time feedback. So I really like that you brought that up because I think it, it helps people better wrap their brains around, you know, the types of skills or the types of mindsets you need to be in when you're building things like this.
0: So zooming in on Instagram, direct messages in particular, why is this exciting when it comes to that particular narrow lens, if you will?
1: Yes. So when it comes to Instagram specifically, right now, people are sending businesses over 400 million messages per day. And so I'd imagine anybody listening right now, you're getting a percentage of that. And maybe it feels like you're getting a large percentage of it because you may feel inundated with messages. Like I mentioned, people are replying to stories, they're sending product inquiries, they want to know more about your products or about how they can work with you, etc. And so when it comes to the experience right now, though, most businesses don't have somebody available 24 seven. 7 In fact, in interviews that we've done, as well as just understanding more around how businesses handle their Instagram DMs, there's typically either one. To five people who are responsible for this, and they're only answering DMs a couple hours a day, but they're receiving them 24 hours a day. So, when it comes to filtering out the different types of messages, that's a big problem. Like, you know, product inquiry that you would want to get to before, let's say, replying to a story, you know, tag or mention or something like that. Like, those are great. But at the end of the day, if you can drive more leads and sales, then that's how you want to be using the channel. And then also to the fact of just being able to get back to people more quickly before they maybe move on to another competitor because Instagram is such a buyer's platform, like 81% of people or so on Instagram search for products and services. So they're looking at profiles and wanting to buy, but since Instagram algorithm and ads and explore pages are really good at showing you what you want to see. It's only a matter of time before maybe even the next few minutes, somebody sees a competitor, they DM them, they get back to them faster, and now they've bought from them. So that's the major issue here. And I want to make sure that that's clear. But I also want to just touch on briefly, like if you're not already getting a ton of DMs, how automation can help you drive more traffic to your DMs, and then be able to do more within those to drive revenue to drive leads.
0: Well, actually, you know what I do want to say is already the Instagram DM is a little confusing, right? Because you've got, I have a creator account and I don't know how it is for the business account, but I know you've got the primary, you've got the general tabs, right? And then sometimes there's stuff that doesn't even fit into those categories. That's, I don't know what they call it. Uh, spam or something like that, right? So there's all these little categories.
1: Yes. And actually funny story. So it's called the message request and I'll, I'll let you finish. I just have a yeah. funny story to share on that because uh, it recently just happened. No, go for <laughs> it. Yeah. So T-Pain, who is a popular music artist and some people may have seen this meme or this video, the message request tab, which is, you know, what you mentioned, like it's not necessarily spam, but it is a folder, uh, almost a hidden folder in your DMs right. that messages can go into, but it's really tough to see. It. It's like super tiny in your DM box all the way at the top. And it says like, you've got message requests. And so uh, T-Pain for, I think the last two or three years, he was getting all sorts of DMs from celebrities, from brands wanting to work with him and, you know, all these huge projects that he could have taken advantage of, but he didn't see any of those messages until like early last week. So, you know, very recently here, like mid 2021. And he went live with Mark Zuckerberg yesterday to just address that and give him some, feedback on like DMs and whatnot. So it was just kind of funny because it's very timely for now what's coming out and what would have prevented something like that from ever happening.
0: Cool. You were going to mention something else specifically before we move on to a little bit of my next question. I don't know where you were going to go, but you said there was something else that you were going to mention specifically on the why this is important. Did we mention it? Yeah. I'll just,
1: I'll just quickly go through that. And then I know we've got a lot more we want to cover. So just to make a quick point that if anybody listening is like, well, we don't get a lot of organic DMs, like we want to get more DMs. Like how do we do that? Right. How could we do that and take advantage of automation? Well, with DM automation, you can trigger a message with, let's say, a specific word that you want people to send you and that can trigger the automation. So when you can drive paid traffic through stories, for example, and even tell more people, like instead of swiping up on a story, hey, DM us this word. Those are ways that you can start to increase the number of DMs that are coming in. And the great thing is if you have the automation set up, then that allows you to generate even more revenue and leads from Instagram in a way that you haven't been able to historically through just the organic feed. So I just wanted to point that out for anybody who is like, well, we don't get a lot of DMs and, and that's how you'll be able to use automation. Um, cool. but we can go ahead and move on.
0: Yeah. So the big question that I have, and I think a lot of people have is how is this different than a messenger bot? Uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because for the longest time, and the last time I had you on the show, we were specifically talking about Facebook messenger and messenger bots were, you know, kind of all the rage. Uh, and they specifically worked with Facebook pages. And then of course, messenger, but What I want to know is how is Instagram DM automation different than what we've always had on Messenger?
1: Yes. So there are four major differences that I like to point out. One, the message formats that are available. So I can come back to, to each of these in a moment, but just to kind of lay it all out the way that I look at it, the message formats that are available, the ways that people can opt in and how you can follow up with people after the first conversation with them. And finally, the size of the audience, because this does affect some businesses that are operating at scale where they're trying to grow, grow, grow the list that they have on these messaging channels now. And so So the audience on Instagram is actually half a billion people smaller than the Messenger audience. So again, just to kind of get that point drilled in that I was mentioning earlier, you know, Instagram is a great place to start, but then understanding how it plays a role with Messenger, which I think we'll probably have some opportunities to talk about later. So coming back to those first three points, the message formats on Instagram are much more simple. So with Messenger, anybody who's interacted with a Messenger bot, you may have seen like these little, uh, they almost look like the carousels on Instagram posts. You can create what's called a gallery. You can share GIFs. You can do all sorts of crazy integrations. And a lot of that complexity was not introduced to Instagram automation yet. So I imagine it will be because Facebook's goal with their three messaging platforms WhatsApp, Messenger, and Instagram DM are to actually make them a seamless experience so that if somebody, let's say on Instagram, doesn't have a WhatsApp or a Facebook account, they can still talk to people who have accounts on those platforms, but they'll experience the conversation on Instagram, on the platform that they wish to, and vice versa. So ultimately, all three platforms should have the same experience. But as of right now, the message formats are a little bit different. So that's the first thing.
0: Okay, keep going.
1: Now, the second thing is the ways that people can opt in. So with Messenger, we may have talked about this on our podcast, and I've talked about it quite a bit, like at Social Media Marketing World as well, is with Messenger, because Messenger is its own platform at the moment, whereas Instagram DM or the messaging aspect of the platform is not, with Messenger, you have a unique link that somebody can visit on desktop or mobile that sends them to a chat with your business, with your Facebook page. Now, with Instagram, that's not the case. You do have to start a DM conversation by like saying, I want to message this page. So either from the Instagram profile or from a story because that's a really easy way to just reply to a story and it sends someone a DM. So there's technically only those two ways to opt into an Instagram DM conversation. Whereas with Messenger, there are over eight different ways because you can have a QR code leading to your page link, you can have the direct link, you can add a chat widget on a website page. There's all sorts of different ways. So that would be the second major difference. Now, the third major difference, which I imagine is top of mind for a lot of people. And as you mentioned earlier, there have been changes in messenger policies around when and how you can follow up with people. And it has been a point of confusion and a lot of misconceptions for people who are using messenger bots and then got a little confused. So maybe they stopped using them as much or didn't understand the penalties or policies that could happen. So, Right now with Instagram, you only have a 24-hour window to engage with somebody from their last interaction. So let's say somebody messaged you, your business profile on Instagram. uh, You message them back. You guys have an interaction and that's the automation speaking from your side. And then you want to follow up with them. You only have 24 hours from the last time they engaged with you to actually follow up with them in Instagram. Otherwise, you cannot message them first. They have to re-engage with you. So
0: that's exactly the same as Messenger, right? I mean, those are the same, right? Or is that not? right.
1: It is the same, except that Messenger does have other ways that you can start the conversation again that are both free and paid, whereas Instagram does not.
0: And that brings up a bigger question, right? Which is Facebook has changed the rules a little bit in the past, right? Where you used to have more time, now you have less time. Do you anticipate that this is pretty much good it's going to be? I mean, that that it's just going to be, you know, hey, someone messages you, you can automatically respond within 24 hours, but not more than 24 hours. Do you have any sense as to whether they're going to change the rules on this again? Or do you feel like that's unlikely to happen in the short term, at least with Instagram?
1: I feel that in the short term, not much will change. Uh, and I'll I'll come back to that in a moment because there is something called the one-time notification or message tags without getting too technical on Messenger that do allow you to send messages. For example, let's say that you register somebody for a webinar or like they say, I want to get webinar reminders uh, leading up to the event in Messenger. You can send outbound messages to them for free anytime that you want leading up to the event, as long as they fall under that category of a reminder. So there there's a few use cases that Messenger says in their policies explicitly that you can send follow-up messages about, but their, their whole goal is just to protect the integrity of the platform so that what has happened in the past doesn't happen again, which is marketers, unfortunately, spamming people, uh, not really you know taking into consideration what people have done before with them or tracking any of that information, like you would with an email marketing list. Right, You're going to not maybe send a, a promotional email to somebody who already bought that item that you're promoting to them, but marketers weren't really considering that with Messenger before. It was like, uh, oh, there's a brand new channel. We've got crazy open rates and click rates. So let's just, you know, uh, send as many messages as we can. So that's what they're trying to prevent.
0: Do you think that's going to work with Instagram as well? Do you feel like they're going to allow that same situation that you just mentioned for Messenger? Do you think that's also going to be true for Instagram?
1: I think it will because they're trying to make it all one ecosystem. So I don't, really have a pulse on the timeframe that they would because, uh, and we can talk more about, you know, the rollout of this and how it's gradually coming out to each account on Instagram. But I'd imagine that we're probably one to two, maybe even three years away from that full integration with the three platforms. So we'll probably see not only additions to the times and when you can message people, but there are also more features that are going to be rolling out because it's so early. They've only added a few things that you can really do with Instagram, which are effective, but again, much more simple compared to
0: messenger. So just to summarize what I've heard you say is that unlike messenger with Instagram DM it's going to be localized in the app exclusively. You can't like put a Instagram DM chat bubble on your website or anything like that. In addition, it sounds like pretty much the same rules, the basic rules on messenger are going to apply over to Instagram. There's restrictions on the kinds of content you can deliver through Instagram. In the beginning, it sounds very basic. It sounds like it's just going to be text. And is am I missing anything? I mean, that sounds like that's the distinction, right?
1: Yeah, you about got it. And if I can add just two quick things, uh, you can add images at the moment. It's, it's limited to certain accounts. So without diving too deep, there have been some policies that were affecting Messenger back in December of 2020 that... Pages that are based in Europe can't send certain types of media on messaging apps anymore from Facebook. So, if your page or your Instagram profile is based in Europe, you may not be able to send images and GIFs. If you're based in somewhere like the US or Australia, et cetera, then you can send that type of media only. So, that would be the one addition. And the only other thing I wanted to say real quick is that when it comes to following up with people, so some people might be hesitant, like, okay, you know, that's great, but why should I build a list here? It sounds like it's only good for, for those inbound engagements. At the end of the day, what you can do as well is capture people's emails and phone numbers, any other type of contact info you want here so that you can actually generate that lead into your other systems where you can follow up. There's not as many restrictions with email and SMS. So just those two things to add.
0: Cool. All right. So let's now talk about what's possible. And this is where we're going to go through some different applications of how uh, marketers and business owners that are listening right now could use uh, Instagram DM automation. So maybe just tell us what is possible? What are some of the big things that you could make possible as a result of this that might have been hard to do before?
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of incredible use cases. Our typical framework has been in the past for Chapa automation is looking at three areas of a business, which pretty much any use case, any type of campaign you might want to run falls under these of marketing, sales and support. And in fact, the head of Messenger actually said that those were their three use case buckets back in 2020. So we were like, oh, that's a nice little validation that like what we've been seeing is also what they're seeing. So long story short, when it comes to Instagram, maybe let's talk about each of those three and some examples, uh, because gen, I would say, hands down, is the easiest way to generate ROI immediately. Like what we're seeing, for example, is the user journey would look something like they see a story from you. And Instagram says that story sequences with at least three stories are the most engaged with as of 2021. So uh, when you're designing a story, maybe you have, uh, you use something like the poll feature or uh, the yes or no kind of feature on Instagram stories to say, hey, are you experiencing any challenges with, I don't know let's say creating your automation on Instagram right or uh, some some questions that are going to in a sense put the user in the right mindset for then taking advantage of maybe something you're about to offer them. So when it comes to going through those stories then the last one where you're going to give them the call to action instead of saying swipe up to get this download, swipe up to listen to this podcast, swipe up to get this discount code, instead you would tell people to DM you and the easiest thing to do is to set a specific trigger word. So we call that a keyword where for example Mother's Day, let's say, an e-com store is hosting a a huge discount promo. And so maybe they say, if you want to get this 15% off discount code, then message us the word mother or mom. And so from there, as soon as they send that message, they're going to receive an instant reply from the business. And that will now trigger the back and forth conversation where... Depending on the use case, let's say that it is something like a discount code. Maybe you ask for the user's email first. You capture that in the message and then you say, great, here's your coupon code. Put them into an email abandonment cart sequence. And now you can see how, for example, you were able to take them from one platform to another, generate them as a lead and follow up. So that would be one example. Does that all make sense so far?
0: I want to zoom in on this a little bit. So first of all, I love this. So you're doing a series of stories and at the end you tell them to DM you. Now, I don't even know if there's a DM button in stories, cause I'm not super active on stories. Is there a button that you can push that'll automatically DM?
1: So it's not a button as much as it is just a little bar that sits at the bottom of a story. And then when you click into the bar, you're able to type in a message. And Instagram even gives you now, uh, which is why I mentioned like story mentions are such a common DM notification for businesses, because what happens is when you click into that little bar, you can type in your own message. But Instagram also gives you suggestions. It shows you little emojis to like send to the page to react to their story.
0: Right, right. I do it so intuitively, I don't even remember how it works.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so I send the word mom. Here's a little technical question. I think a lot of people are probably wondering. If I sent you a message that says, hey, my mom has a question versus the word mom, is it smart enough to know the difference or is it just looking for any it being in the software that powers the stuff behind the scenes? Is it just looking for the word mom standalone or is it looking for the m- word mom, you know, inside of a sentence? Like how how smart is it? you understand what I'm asking?
1: Yes. And it is smart enough to detect that. So you can set it up to handle both instances of that, for example, in two completely different ways. Yeah. But that's a great question and really important for people to understand as well, especially when it comes to more generic words like mom, which is why just to share a little tactic as people start to implement, we also tried to make even a bigger distinction to say something like DM us the word mom 15, for example, because Uh the chances of somebody messaging you, Hey, my mom 15, you know, has a question or something like that are very, very low. So, so that's just a way to to foolproof the strategy, especially if you're just starting out maybe newer to to how automation or even how this tech works.
0: Now, once somebody sends the trigger word or the trigger phrase or whatever, well, how does the automation work? Like we, we can't see it, but are we going to see the little dot, dot, dots as if literally someone is typing back and is it instant? Can it be delayed? Are there buttons people push like in Messenger? Like how does that work? Like help us understand that a little bit.
1: Yes. So firstly, you won't see the typing bubble at the moment. That's not something they've implemented, but they have implemented delays. So if you wanted to make it feel a little bit more natural where, uh, let's say on the back end of your software, which we'll get to, you know, how people can implement this, what platforms we would recommend uh, when it comes to implementing the messages, you might want to set, let's say a two or three second delay between different paragraphs or different sentences if you wanted to make it feel more natural, but it won't have the typing bubble. So sometimes that delay could confuse people or make them feel like that's all you're going to say. So the buttons are where this differentiates slightly from Messenger, where on Messenger, there are two types of buttons. There is a button that's connected to the text box. And I know it's tough to visualize this since You know, you guys are just listening to me say this, but if you've ever seen this on messenger, there's a button that's like a square and they're vertically stacked. So you can have up to three vertically stacked buttons, or you can have these more bubble looking buttons that then swipe right and left. So if you've got a ton of them, then you would have to like swipe through them.
0: Okay. I can visualize that. Yep.
1: Awesome. Instagram has those bubble type buttons. And so you can add, like having those in the conversation, guiding somebody through is much more effective than asking somebody to type back to you at each stage. So if you're trying to lead someone through, let's say a, uh, a lead qualification or a product recommendation quiz or something where they're going to be needing to give you some information, it's more ideal for the user to be able to click on the options and, and kind of tell you their information without having to type back at each different uh, response, if that makes sense.
0: So you could say, Hey, this is the Natasha bot. Are you messaging about the mom 15 discount on blah, blah, blah? Yes or no. Right. And that that you could do something like that. And that would just be they just push it. And that would be it. Now, as far as um, collecting the email address, like you mentioned earlier, does it just say literally what's your email or is there a special form kind of field that shows up and it knows that it's an email or how does that work? Exactly.
1: So right now, there's not a way to grab. So to the reason I'm saying this is because Messenger has a way to pull your email into the conversation because your account is usually associated with your Facebook account. In some rare cases, people can actually just create Messenger accounts the same way you could create just a WhatsApp account, but there's no social network. So uh, most of the time, people who are talking in Messenger do have an email associated with their account. So when you ask for the email, and this is completely up to you how you want to phrase it, Messenger and Instagram don't have a around like how it needs to be worded. But the best practice that we have found is to ask someone, hey, what's your best email? You know, we're going to be sending XYZ to it. So make sure it's one that you check often. And then if we're on Messenger, we can say, feel free to click the email that you see below. Or if you'd rather use another one, then go ahead and type it. But that it.
0: won't work on Instagram is what I mean. Correct. Hearing. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, so
1: just to make that differentiation for anybody who's familiar with that process. So on Instagram, you're just literally asking them, hey, what's your best email? The user's going to type it in. And then you can also check if that's actually a valid email or if they typed in like skip or something like that.
0: We talked about the marketing side of it. So anything else you want to mention on the marketing side before we talk about a couple other applications here? Because I think you said there was marketing sales and support possible applications here, right?
1: Yeah, I think we can move on. Hopefully, you know, these examples spark some ideas in everybody who's listening and you know, at the end we can talk about how people can learn more, but really anything you can virtually imagine that you would want to do in a conversation is possible.
0: Okay. So I would like to understand at least, you know, like a customer support application and possibly a sailing. How can you use this to sell? I mean, like, cause you know, generating a lead for sure makes a lot of sense. If you are a, you've got a complicated sale, right? Like you're selling an expensive product and there's a consultative process. But what about if you're just trying to sell like an inexpensive e-commerce product, any applications here for
1: automation? Absolutely. So I would say for business models that are more like they just jump right into the sales process, right? So this might be info commerce, software services, maybe even agents like real estate insurance, that kind of thing. You can offer anything from a free quote to a product quiz saying that somebody will get a discount at the end after you recommend your best product. And the way that then you would start the conversation is qualifying them from the beginning, right? Especially if this person is already aware of the solution you offer, like a real estate agent. Or, like you said, a a e-commerce store, for example, you just want to get a discount code or something like that. So you can ask them as much information as you want up front, really to accomplish a few things. A, if you actually do need information from them to provide like a free quote or something of the sort, that you can use that back and forth, you know, asking them to to answer questions with the pre-filled buttons or asking them to type in uh, their information. Or you can just make it super quick, like what's your email? Here's the discount code, you know, let's move on, kind of thing. When it comes to those lower ticket items, that's the best way to move is just go ahead and give them the information they need to go and check out. And then you can actually follow up with them during that 24-hour period. So you can set some follow-up messages to trigger. But if it's more of a high ticket sale or requires a human to come in and actually close most of the time, you can create a handoff system, which means that your Instagram bot, let's say, could qualify somebody, ask a few questions. And when it gets to the point of the sale, if you have a sales team or a support team, any human who can jump in in to, to finish off that conversation, then they can actually step in. The chatbot automation will be paused and it'll just be the human on the business side talking to the other human, the lead uh, to close that sale. And then after that's done, then the chatbot can take over again. Oh, that's cool. So that if the user were to message them again in the future, you know, then the chatbot picks up. So that's a really powerful way.
0: I'm presuming that's up to the software to integrate with another system and trigger an email to somebody or something like that. Is that kind of or are these tools good enough to handle all of this without having to use third-party tools? Do you understand what I'm asking?
1: Yes. So you can do it all within one tool. So for example, many chat uh, which sponsored social media marketing world and which I probably spoke about on our last podcast. Um, they are our favorite tool at this point because they're the best one that we have found to accomplish all of these use cases to actually be able to track everything effectively. And it also acts as a CRM. Oh, so cool. you can use that tool for, all of this, like creating some sort of, you know, high ticket or handoff sales system. But if you wanted to, let's say ping a Slack channel or something when a lead needs help, you can create that integration pretty easily as well with like a third party tool, like let's say Zapier or something.
0: Now, I would imagine you could send someone off site to your website with a link because you can already send a link normally through a DM, right? That's not an issue with the automation system, right?
1: Absolutely. So if for whatever reason, you don't want to complete all the user actions inside of the conversation, you can absolutely send somebody over to a website link and have them do whatever they need to there.
0: What about shops? I'm trying to remember. I know there's Facebook shops. I'm almost certain there's Instagram shops.
1: Yes. Instagram shops is pretty big. There's over 5 million businesses that use shop at the moment.
0: Yeah. Can that integrate with the bot to somehow kind of complete the transaction? Do you understand where I'm going with that?
1: Yes. So with Messenger, there's a way. Right now with Instagram, there's not, but I know that's a top priority for them. So when I mentioned earlier that they're rolling out features one by one, right now the features are fairly limited, but that is, I believe, the next one that they're really focused on because Instagram is such a buyer's platform. So as soon as they have that integration, I know that more businesses will also be willing to adopt this because they realize that that's going to lead to direct sales and a huge boost in revenue for them.
0: Do you think that this? Is I mean, this sounds like a really big deal only because there's so much opportunity on Instagram, right? Because of, for example, all the e-commerce stuff that's happening on there. I mean, it's huge, right? And and even just influencers, I I can only imagine, like I can see an influencer getting creative with a sponsor and doing some automation. Do you think that could be a possibility as well?
1: Exactly. It can create a viral loop to allow brands to, create more intimate campaigns than they've ever been able to, however it's happening, whether it's a giveaway or even just like, how does the influencer use our product and service and actually be able to create an experience where a user can not only feel like they're learning more about the brand, but also feel like they're closer to the influencer, right? Because imagine if, you know, someone like Kylie Jenner, who is, I think the top most followed person on Instagram at this point, or at least she's in the top five always. And so let's say, for example, instead of her posting on a story saying, Hey, here are, you know, the latest beauty products from BoxyCharm, a a brand that typically sponsors her that, you know, I'm using right now. Swipe up to check them out. Instead, what if you felt like you were actually DMing with Kylie and felt like you were getting messages back and forth with her? And at the end, you're like, wow, this is awesome. Like I'm both now interested in BoxyCharm, but also feel like I've built a closer relationship with, uh, you know, this idol or this role model or this person I look up to.
0: Let's talk about some examples. I know that some of the people you've worked with, we talked about before we did this interview. If you want to go ahead and share examples that just help people understand beyond the one you just mentioned, how some of this might work, go for it.
1: Absolutely. So one of our clients, Mind Valley, which is a personal development company, and they've got, I think now about 1.4 million followers on Instagram. So they get anywhere between like 20 to 40,000 people watching each of their stories.
0: What do they focus on? What's their thing?
1: Yeah. So their main thing, well, their business model is different online courses that push human and personal development forward.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: anything from energy medicine to meditation to entrepreneurship. So they've got hundreds of products at this point in lots of different languages, but Instagram for them is primarily a lead generation source. So they have a webinar model where they have a unique webinar setup for each of their products to introduce people to the concepts, et cetera. I mean, we're all familiar, I think, with uh, with the webinar model, but that is their primary way to get people into their products. And so Instagram is their main one of their main lead gen sources so that when they run launches, which happen almost every week, they drive people from Instagram stories and posts and links in bio to the free masterclass registration. And then from there, they're masterclass and email sequences and messenger bot system that we have built all sell people into that program.
0: And how's that going to work for Instagram? Have they been doing stuff with the Instagram bots?
1: Yes. So what we have built for them that has been highly successful resulting in about an average of 522%, and that's a pretty precise number, but at the moment is, uh, is what we've seen is an average increase in that size and sometimes a lot more per story that we post because we're able to increase the number of leads by that amount. Instead of sending people to a swipe up story to register for their free masterclass, we instead tell them to DM a specific word. And so when they do that, the same example, I gave earlier of now the trigger happening. We confirm they're interested in this class. And then we proceed to either help them register immediately. So the experience looks like, hey, you know, thanks for your interest in this class. Are you still interested in, you know, learning about XYZ and, and learning about how to do this?
0: I love this because to have a human monitor, you'd have to have multiple people oh, watching yeah. the channel 24 <laughs> hours a day, right? This is probably it would be sa- impossible. This probably saved them. Either it made possible things they couldn't do before or it saved them a lot of labor. Right.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. And that was a point that, you know, when we were talking earlier about, like, why is this important? It accomplishes both of those things, which is why it's so powerful.
0: Cool. Do you have another example for, of another client that you want to mention?
1: Yeah. So just to to finish that up real quick before we move on from that, just so everybody's clear, because they might've felt like I stopped in the middle or or didn't finish. So just to clarify that the way that we lead people through the conversation is that at each step of helping people understand more about the offer before they go to it, there's always a way to go and register for that class. So for example, somebody opts in by typing that keyword, they get a message says, Hey, ready to sign up? Or do you want to learn more? So if they want to sign up, then they actually go to the masterclass registration website, website page. And then from there, if they say, no, I want to learn more first. Now we're going to tell them their main takeaways from the class, who the instructor is, and any other like FAQs that people would typically ask a human before signing up for the class. So I just wanted to walk people through that journey because uh, that's applicable to anything, right? A, A product that somebody has questions about, a freebie like that, and so on.
0: Cool. You got another example?
1: Yeah. So in terms of other examples right now, the other main one I want to highlight because it is the other use case for Instagram is support messages. So I mentioned earlier that a lot of the teams that we've looked at, as well as in talking with Instagram and Messenger and many chats teams, are that a lot of the times, brands only allocate a few people and only a few hours a day to actually get back to their DMs. So in Valley's case, for example, and I'm going to use them as an example in both of these, because to be honest, their results have been the most impressive. And we only have a few key clients in the beta right now. So, you know, as people are listening to this, it's rolling out to all accounts. But these results have been generated in early 2021, where we were one of like 100 businesses doing this. So when it comes to support, they were only checking messages like one to two, sometimes hours per day. So with automation, response time goes from one to 23 hours of somebody waiting to zero minutes because we're literally giving somebody an instant response. And then from there, we're able to elevate any conversations that weren't automated. Only about 10% of them actually need to be elevated. So in other words, about 90% of total messages are being automated, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Just out of curiosity, how do you know, do you ask a question? Do we successfully answer your question just to kind of like close the loop on that, to know whether, whether or not it truly was handled? I mean, Yes, that's
1: actually what we build inside. That's a system that we built in Messenger and now that we've replicated for Instagram. So, uh, for example, if we're answering somebody's question, that's the immediate follow up question that they get is, uh, you know, did that help you find your next step or did that answer your question? And then they either tell us yes or no. And there are follow ups to that to just make sure that that we actually did get back to them. So that's one way that we track. And then there's also a little bit of artificial intelligence and NLP that's able to tell us uh, the sentiment of somebody's message without getting too technical in other words just like you know is somebody saying negative or positive words love it, <laughs> like love it. thank you or screw you kind of thing so there's a few different dimensions that we're looking at this from but uh, when you're looking at just like hard numbers that we can track like very simply uh, it does come yeah. down to to the user's input telling us hey are they happy or not and then what can we do from there
0: a lot of people are at this point really interested in learning how in the world they get started with something like this because they've never had this option before. Right. So let's spend just a few minutes talking about like, uh, okay, I just showed this to my boss and she, or he said, let's go for it. Or I am the boss. And like, I'm really interested. Where do I start? What's the first couple things they need to know before, you know, they get started into this Instagram DM automation world
1: the first thing to do is make sure that you have access to it, or if not, at least plan out what you're going to be doing as soon as you do. And the best way to find out is to sign up for a tool. I mentioned ManyChat as an example earlier, that's many, and then the word chat.com. And it's the best tool that we, our team has found at this time to accomplish our marketing goals with messaging automation.
0: Even though it's the best, let's just throw out the other ones if they want to explore. ChatFuel is another one and MobileMonkey, right?
1: Yes. MobileMonkey and ChatFuel are other options as well. And And they all all three of those examples allow you to build messenger bots on them. And then now Instagram DM automation as well. And ManyChat also has like SMS and email and and some other channels, too, if that's of interest. So when it comes to starting out, that's the first thing you want to do is make sure that you have access. Depending on when you listen to this podcast, you will either already have access or it's slowly being rolled out. And so that's the first thing to check since this is new And then from there, there are a few things that you'll want to set up right away to start to test the automation. The first thing I would recommend that you do is set up a simple test for either lead gen or direct sales. Right. And we shared examples. So pick any one of those different use cases uh, and run a campaign on organic. And there's also these things called icebreakers. So uh, this is actually I believe these were available even before. Instagram DM automation, but I'm not hundred percent sure when they started to be rolled out. They are those little bubbles that will show up when you're first messaging a business and it prompts you with some like common questions or things that people might come to the business for. So in the same way that I talked about how we focus on marketing sales and support, in these buttons, you could maybe have three that show up when somebody's going to start a DM conversation with you. They haven't even sent you anything yet. You can show these bubbles and have one that, for example, might say something like, Hey, here's a free lead magnet or a quiz. Uh-huh. And then maybe for sales, you add, here's a discount code or book an appointment with us.
0: So just to be clear, the moment they go to your profile or whatever you call it, your account on yes. Instagram, and they message you, they're going to see a couple of options before they even start typing is what I'm hearing you say.
1: Correct. That is an option to to turn that on. Oh
0: cool. But it sounds like if you want to run a test, the best way to run it is going to be with a story because it's gone in 24 hours, right? I mean, isn't that the easiest way to do it?
1: Correct, yes. And that's what I was saying earlier is that I would recommend that you set up that first test. So with a story, which 50% of Instagram DMs start from a story. So it's also the best way for you to get the most traffic to it. I was just mentioning the icebreakers also as a way to start to automate those responses that are coming in. Um, So I'd recommend that you set that up just to see what people are clicking on and how they're behaving in the channel. But in regards to a big test that you want to focus on initially, absolutely. Story test to a keyword to then whatever use case you want to run it on.
0: One of the questions that I I have is I remember, and I don't know if this is still accurate, but I remember in the past on Facebook, you could say, just put the word, this word in the comments. Yes. Does that work on Instagram uh, or does that not work? Like, so on a post, could it scrape a comment or is it all, everything is with DMs in this particular case, right?
1: So actually they have added that feature. So there is a way for you to activate this. It's still unclear exactly how it's going to be set up. Like with with Messenger, it's gotten a little bit more complex where you can scan all of your posts for all time in the comments and search for specific words. Uh, you can also just allocate it one post. Right now with Instagram, because the feature is still truly in development and honestly has been a bit buggy, I imagine they'll have those two options, but I'm not 100% sure what it's going to look like. What I can say is that that will be available. So for example, you could say in a post caption, hey, you know, comment below, I don't know, you know, something like mom 15, <laughs> you know, yeah. or it can be literally anything. And then that will trigger a DM. Hmm.
0: I also remember in the past where you would go to a Facebook page and it would, it would pop up a little like uh, mm. thing. I don't know. Does that still happen? Uh, will that even happen on Instagram? You think, or that's probably not, that's probably not going to happen because I don't even think it's functionally built that way. Right.
1: Yeah. Right now, at least. So for example, like with, with the Facebook app, right. Cause Instagram is primarily mobile. So right. I think that's also a difference to recognize that's is that point. the chat yeah. widget would show up or the little chat bubble would show up on a, a Facebook page when you're on desktop on mobile. It, Tells you like, hey, this business is online right now, but it's not like, you know, jumping in your face. So I think with Instagram, to be honest, because they haven't implemented something like this business is online right now, like they do have that feature, but it's very hidden just in your DMs. So unless they made that more prominent or, you know, we're able to somehow trigger a DM on a profile. That might be the case, but I only would really see them doing that if they were to separate it out into a separate app, which does exist, but it's not highly used right now.
0: Put on your vision cap and just say, where could this be in a year on Instagram? Like, what do you think this could evolve to? Like, what's your wishes? Where do you hope this will will end up?
1: Yeah, I would hope that within the next year, firstly, all accounts get access. I think that's the very first step. But then from there, I see business owners, influencers marketers and social media managers being capable of building these types of automation with messenger it was a little bit more of a narrow group of people because it was more complex i mean it is more complex but with instagram i think it's easier to understand why you would build automation there and people have a very real problem with dm overwhelm so i would like to see in a year from now everyone every instagram business profile that i engage with have at least those icebreakers that i mentioned and at minimum replacing some of their swipe up story campaigns with you know, a DMS, whatever it might be the keyword and hopefully getting more leads that way. That would be ideal, I think, for the first year. And then from there, uh, you know, we talked about these viral loops that influencers and brands can create through through DMS and all sorts of different crazy use cases. So I think once everyone starts to test it out, it's, it's an easier concept, I think, to understand and you can gain ROI very quickly. So I would imagine things get complex and grow a lot more quickly than maybe they did with Messenger since Messenger was really the first place anyway. So there's examples from there
0: as well. Natasha, we have barely scratched the surface of what's possible here. If people want to follow you or want to learn more specifically about Instagram automation, do you have a place you want to send them?
1: Absolutely. And we have actually created a special website page just for your audience. So if you want to head to schoolofbotsco forward slash SME for social media examiner, uh, we have more information there about our Instagram DM automation training. If that's something you want to learn about. We've got a free training. We do have an advanced course as well. And if you're interested in learning more about messenger bots as well, or chatbot marketing as a whole, we have trainings on that as well. And we help marketers, agencies and teams. So whoever you are, we should have a resource to help you get to the next step.
0: Schoolabots.co slash SME. And if they want to reach out to you, uh, do you have a preferred platform? Uh, where would they find you? Maybe they want to DM you on Instagram.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say that might be the easiest place. Feel free to DM me on Instagram. My handle is Natasha underscore official. And you can just shoot me a DM with any questions that you have. Feel free to share more about, you know, who you are, what you're looking for. And I'm happy to point you in the right direction.
0: Will they be able to experience your automation bot if they do that?
1: Uh, They should be able to by then. So if you want to DM me the word S-M-E, (laughs) then I'll go go. ahead and make sure that that's triggered and ready for you.
0: Yeah, how cool. Yeah, that'll be awesome for people to experience it firsthand. So Natasha underscore official. Yes. Well, we are officially done today. Natasha, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. It was super awesome.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Mike, and everybody who's listening in. I hope this was insightful for you, whoever you are, you know, whether you're a marketer or a business owner, this is huge. Mike said it best. You know, this this is really massive. I feel like, you know, we've been pretty calm and, and serious during the podcast, but it is very exciting and a massive shift in the way that people have been able to use the platform. So I'm overexcited to, to just be able to start to test more and use this and see businesses winning with it. So thanks again for having me. This was super fun.
0: If you missed anything, we took the notes for you over at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 462. If you're new to the show, follow us. If you've been a long-time listener, would you let your friends know about this show? I am at Stelzner on Instagram. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelsner. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner.